Hey everybody, and this is the fourth episode of our Template Master podcast. And today we're going to be talking about something a little bit, probably a little bit less entertaining, but more important for you if you work with um, WordPress on a day-to-day basis as a website owner, a business owner who runs their website, or as a WordPress developer. Your hosts, as always, are Alex and Irene. Hi there, how are you doing? Well, I'm great, and how are you? Well, same. So could you please expand a little bit on what we'll be talking about today specifically? Okay, so uh, hello, my name is Irene. Uh, A little reminder, I'm a YouTube content marketer for Template Monster, and uh, I'm a former SEO specialist at Template Monster, so... um, I'm kind of credible to talk about the things we're going to be discussing. (laughs) So uh, this is basically going to be the podcast about SEO tips for WordPress. And uh, hopefully this is going to be interesting for you. We will be throwing a lot of terms around and a lot of references to different things that you can find online. And just so you don't waste your precious time, we picked all of those links and all of those references we mentioned further in the video into a neat list down in the description. And... um, You can go there and access all of the resources that we mentioned. So, um, well, should we get started? I think that we'll go over all of the topics in the following order. First, we'll talk about the basic terms and the basic rules and basic principles of SEO that have been around quite a while and are still relevant today. And then we will talk about WordPress-specific approach to SEO, right? We'll mention a couple of plugins that you can use to up your SEO game if you're using WordPress, if you run a website um, on WordPress. And And of course, yeah, we're going to mention uh, special SEO plugins for WordPress, uh, which will make uh, your SEO... uh, strategy a little bit easier and if you're really only beginning to you know getting your hands on uh, search engine optimization then probably using seo plugins for wordpress is a great idea so we'll just uh like uh, hint uh, on what uh which plugins are better for you like as a beginner yeah of course and lastly to sum it all up uh, we will touch upon the trends for uh, 2020 and beyond. So we'll talk about the things that are just gaining momentum, uh, just starting to become very, very, very important for SEO. The things that have appeared pretty recently, but are already making a big and significant change to how you should approach SEO for your website, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that are going to be interesting for uh, people uh, who are business owners or uh, people who want to establish a solid online presence with their WordPress websites. And of course, for WordPress developers who are uh, involved in uh, uh, WordPress theme development, and maybe uh, they also need to know this for like being better professionals. So hopefully this is going to be interesting for you. Well, this sounds super exciting, at least to me, and I hope you guys will like it too. And definitely, if you're going to build a website in 2020, there are a lot of things you need to know besides SEO. And SEO is actually a super important part. A lot of people might think that it's 
you know, it's all that, you know, on the sidelines, but it's actually not. And it's actually a crucial part of the success of your website. You can build it uh, from the ground up, like uh, using a super, you know, modern techniques. And you can build it being a super clean website with great code. And if you miss out on some SEO stuff, it might not you know, a lot of people might not see it at all and all your work will go in vain because if you build a website, of course, you have some goals in mind. And SEO is a tool that is there to help you achieve all of your business goals and all of your marketing goals and stuff like that. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Like everything you said, absolutely correct. Uh, But actually, um, what I'm trying to uh, talk about or maybe what I will be trying to talk about in this video is that uh, there are lots of misconceptions right now because, you know, uh, we're starting the new decade and people are thinking that, okay, new decade, new rules, uh, new uh, tricks to search engine optimization. Well, it's partly true, but uh, I'd say that classic uh, on-page optimization technologies like techniques are still uh, trending and uh, like you shouldn't be in a hurry to switch uh, for uh, new trends and to chase new trends because, uh, you know, you have to stick to the good old SEO rules as well. And, um, well, uh, will you be asking me some questions or maybe I should be continuing my um, conversation? Well, I don't mind because, you know, asking (laughs) questions is all I can do in this topic because I don't know much. And Mm -hmm. I actually, in this episode, I'll be actually representing a part of our audience who don't know a lot about SEO. So yes, of course, I'll be asking questions as a person who is not super knowledgeable about the topic. And let's imagine that I somebody, I am, can you hear the echo or? Not really. Am I the only one hearing the echo? All right. No, it's fine now. Yeah, sorry. Probably something on my end. So in this episode, I'll be representing the people, let's say, who own a business or maybe they're building a website for a client and the client asks them for uh, some SEO optimization service or something like that. Mm -hmm. And of course, you want to know how to provide for your client. This is why I started researching. Yeah. Uh, But uh, okay, you were talking about the new trends and some things that are changing, but let's assume that I have no idea what SEO is, like basically what it is and what it stands for, like it's search engine optimization. We all know that, but okay, let's say basic SEO rules, SEO principles in like in really in short as a brief overview, brief outline of what it is. Could you, how could you describe it? Well, um, Search engine optimization basically is what a person like a website owner uh, does to their website uh, so that people could find it online so that it uh, would uh, appear on uh, search engine results page or uh, SERPs, uh, so-called Google SERPs, and so that people could actually uh, see it uh, fit their uh, search query or uh, a term or a phrase that they enter into a search engine like Google or Bing or uh, Yahoo, I don't know. Well, basically keywords. Yeah, so so that uh, whenever people are uh, asking, looking for information, they can find it on your website, and your website would be the first or at least one of the top ten results to fit their requirements. And um, what's important in uh, search engine optimization is uh, it has to be uh, for people because you know all of those tricks that. Uh, 
SEO specialists use to, uh, you know, lure machines and to uh, like trick the spiders, the Google bots or whatever. Uh, all of this is cool, of course, but uh, we have to keep in mind that we're optimizing for people, like for human search and for human needs. And so I guess that's what what's important. You mean if we write, a, if we do content marketing, if we write an article, we shouldn't just stuff it in with the keywords and not yeah. really, you know, so the sentences become really unreadable and illegible and stuff like that. We should actually create good content, but so people can actually access this content. So it brings value to people and not only just throw all the keywords and all the things in there. Is that it? Yeah, exactly. And in 2020, it's all about value. Well, actually, it's, it has been about value. And Whoa. I guess that you've heard the phrase content is king because, yeah, you know, yeah, people are searching for value because whenever you go online, you're searching for something that will be useful to you. And uh, there are algorithms like Google algorithms and uh, algorithm updates and also evaluation technique like content evaluation technique uh, that actually um, evaluate and estimate the content by value and how truthful it is how valuable it is and how uh, it can be useful for people and there are even some algorithms that evaluate content for its danger uh, to health or to money like human money so that's um, that's also cool. Oh, this sounds like something sci-fi-ish. You know, it's really <laughs> crazy. Maybe should we share like some articles so people can read more about it in the description? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you shouldn't know. forget about that. I have to take a note. Um, yeah, that's called uh, uh, EAT and uh, YMYL. These, These are, are like meaningless letters to me right now, but I'm going to learn more about it, I promise. Uh, yeah. Well, so based on what you've said, I can make a conclusion that basically SEO and content marketing are almost synonyms. Like, well, not synonyms, but oh, they go hand close, in hand. Right? Yeah, they go hand in hand, and they like Absolutely. they are impossible without each other. Something like this. Yeah. But you can do SEO like by optimizing the titles, headings on the page. I've heard something like that. Is yeah, that, that's called the uh, on-page SEO. And whenever uh, th- these are uh, called metadata, like meta tags, uh, like title tags, meta descriptions. Uh, these are the things that are um, used by Google spiders or Google bots to read like the preliminary information uh, about your website. So whenever a spider crawls, like crawls on your website, uh, it evaluates it by uh, looking for some keywords within these meta tags and uh, these are placed uh, in the html code like in the header of the website and so uh whenever you write it uh it's uh, faster for google spiders to understand what your website is about but of course mm-hmm. there are a lot of other things like uh, maybe some um site maps uh, which actually map all of the links on your website oh, and yeah. robots uh, like there's a special document called robots.txt, which also lists very important information about your website. So uh, all of these things are uh, important. Like these are the basics uh, of uh, SEO that uh, are used by Google to evaluate uh, what your website is about. So in a nutshell. 
Well, this all sounds actually crazy and probably if people are interested, if you guys are still watching, if you're still there, uh, comment uh, down below, uh, leave a comment. And if you want to learn more about any of the specific things we talk about, feel free to leave your comments. We'll go in depth. We'll ask Irene to come on the show again to just, we'll just have a call and we'll talk about that more in depth because it's all super interesting. But uh, in this episode, we want to, you know, just make an overview of the things that you need to know to get started with SEO. So it's like uh, maybe for people who don't know mo- much about it, like at all. Yeah, uh, so met- metadata and on-page SEO are like the basic things uh, yeah. a person should know uh, to be able even to use uh, like WordPress plugins on their websites because most WordPress plugins will be talking about that, but like... Uh, to tell a few words about that. Also, uh, all of these plugins, they actually uh, help you uh, optimize the meta tags, like write uh, meta descriptions, mm-hmm. use keywords and follow. For the articles. Uh, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Like avoid keyword uh, keyword stuffing and stuff like that. So uh, this is important. Yeah, like, we'll talk about that. the plugins at the end of the video yeah. too. So we'll name specific plugins and give you a list and short overview of those plugins. I know we actually, we were going to talk about that and we will at the end. Uh, but one last question I have about the base, these basic SEO things like metadata, titles, optimization and stuff. So uh, we were talking about content marketing and content marketing, writing articles, uh, running a blog. These are all things that you just go, you just do them all the time. Yeah. Right. This is a continuous thing. But all the titles, um, things uh, like meta, you know, I've heard something about uh, something that you insert in the head, uh, inside the head tags in uh, your HTML, uh, you know, markup and stuff like that. So should we care about SEO at the very first uh, steps of building a site? For example, using a theme. If you use a WordPress theme, does something like uh, SEO optimized WordPress theme exist? Is is it actually a real thing? Well, yeah, it is. But, you know, people uh, have a misconception about that because whenever they purchase a theme, they believe that, like, everything is done for them. But actually, there's no uh, ready-made solution in terms of SEO because this is very uh, project-specific. So. Yeah. Before you actually start your project, you have to uh, create like a, a semantic core of your website. It's called by SEO specialist semantic core, which means that you have to gather uh, the keywords that apply to your topic, uh, like basic keywords, uh, for instance, like WordPress and more keywords uh, that can like be synonymous to your topic or maybe like broaden uh, the range of topics that uh, you will be talking about on your website, for instance, like business WordPress themes or WordPress themes and stuff like that. So, uh, and you build the semantic core around uh, this uh, these few keywords that you will be optimizing for. And afterwards, uh, when you purchase a WordPress theme, uh, it should have uh, like uh, places, like uh, ready meta tags and uh, maybe some plugins included if we're talking about WordPress plugins, right? Uh, so that uh, you can insert your keywords uh, already, like which you've already found, right? You can insert them into your theme and uh, like use it right away. 
So that's the point. Uh, and uh, uh, a WordPress optimized theme is uh, the theme that has all of the uh, like these meta tags and uh, uh, all of these things that are needed for basic uh, like optimization already. For instance, they may have like uh, permalink uh, plugins which uh, allow you to create uh, like specific links for a specific article, for instance. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, and insert keywords into this URL address so that uh, Google can identify this article as, uh, like, a specific article uh, about a specific topic, for instance. Like, but this is a very, I guess, a complicated example I've given. But the point is that um, a WordPress uh, theme that is optimized for SEO should be uh, helpful to you uh, whenever you're trying to insert your keywords on a page if that's like a very rough rough explanation. No, I get it. It it helps you a bit. It helps you start out building your yeah. SEO thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Strategy. Uh, I have a pick here. Uh, yeah. build, building your SEO, working on your SEO game, but it doesn't do all the work for you. Well, this is what not. people might, no. might assume. Of course. Uh, okay. This was a great description and they kind of start getting into it. And uh, well, so far, so far, so good. Quite clear okay. for me. Uh, Sounds optimistic. Yeah, you're a good teacher. Or, uh, yeah, you're a good teacher. Let's stop at that. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, moving on. Um, you mentioned something like uh, all of those terms. Uh, is there something like a... Uh, I don't know, a glossary of all those yeah. SEO terms and stuff. We'll sure. link it uh, in the description too. Some, maybe some websites or something like that where you can read more about. Do we have actually an article on some SEO basics on Template Master blog? We have to. I, well, I, I'm sure we, we must have it. I, I've seen something like this. We'll link it in the description if we find one. But there was one. Because I remember reading something on SEO on our blog, and we, we actually, if we don't have it, we'll ha- we have to write it. No, yeah, we actually we have uh, we have a big uh, SEO guideline uh, template monster blog. That's of course, sure. I knew and, that. Yeah, we have a few videos also on the channel. Okay, so, yeah. so uh, the next thing, as a person. Okay, so let's say I know how an SEO-optimized WordPress theme works. I have set up all the metadata, right? Right. Okay, what is the next thing I have to ha- care about for my website in terms of SEO? Well, hmm, let me think. Um, there's also another aspect that is gaining momentum currently, which is uh, video optimization and image optimization, and wow. schema, uh, schema, schema, schema markup, so-called. Um, I'll be trying to explain this. Um, so uh, this schema markup is an important thing because uh, uh, I'm sure that whenever you used Google, you've uh, searched for something like maybe a recipe or a movie, right? And you you must have noticed that there is like um, a separate block of information which goes before all of the search engine results. Yes, right? yes, yes. And so, yeah, these are called rich snippets. And these rich snippets uh, can be formed uh, by Google algorithm, uh, judging by what it uh, reads from your website. But wow. your website has to be uh, spe- like optimized uh, mm-hmm. with this special markup so that it would uh, find its place in the- these rich snippets. Like to get to rich snippets, you have to use schema markup. 
Like this okay. is special. And this, uh, well, basically speaking, this is also a code uh, which you can generate automatically, uh, but you have to insert your uh, like specific uh, things like maybe an address to a video or maybe some page. And uh, this markup is used uh, uh, to... Um, identify some uh, things like events or maybe give, give reviews like these four-star or five-star reviews, uh, maybe like for product pages, for recipes, for movie reviews, for like places, reviews, like restaurants, maybe diners or whatever. Yeah, can I just, can I ask something? Yeah, sure. Uh, and I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen those done for articles. Like if you have a search query, like you ask something how to do something mm-hmm. and then at the top of the search results you have this short uh, snippet with uh, some excerpt from some article so right. this is what we were talking about yeah like, exactly also i've seen like when you type like cafes near me or something like this and you have a list of cafes popping up with with as you said the rating and well you meant a different thing but whatever uh you you, yeah. you have this list of oops you have this list of cafes uh, around you, and is there a way to get in that list? Can your site get there, or yeah. is, it, is it done the same way? Uh, well, not exactly. You have to claim a business profile on Google. Uh, there's like an option with Google to register a business page. And uh, if you're a local business, this is very important for your business to get a representation, uh, like local representation, right? Because uh, near me searches have been a huge trend for like the past maybe two or three years. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, whenever a person is looking for a cafe near me, uh, if you have this uh, Google business page set up, and if everything is filled out, like all of the necessary information, like the time, working time, or maybe some reviews, then most likely it will get into those rich snippets and a person will find your cafe or your restaurant. But for this, you need to have like an extra website, which is a Google business website, so to say. So that's that's like a different thing. You're kind of a, registering a business card within Google, like submitting your uh, business to a Google directory. And you so have... Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll have like a profile page there, like a business yeah. profile representing your business with all the data they need to put you on those lists and the search right. pages. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got this. Okay. Well, this is cool. This is cool that there's a way to do that and a way to get there, and it's not doesn't sound too complicated. No, it's not. I actually did that for like friends, a friend's business. Uh, like a friend of mine asked me a couple of years ago to set up this page. And so uh, like to claim this page, uh, everything you need is just uh, a code, like a verification code that Google sends to you in uh, by, like by general mail, like by paper yeah. mail. You just receive an envelope, you enter the code and that's it. Like Really? Yeah. Oh, by a pigeon. <laughs> like letters delivered by pigeon. Yeah. Um, okay. You mentioned. Okay. We need schema mar- to to summarize. We need schema yeah. markup to get our, you know, our articles and excerpts from our articles to appear in that card at the top. Yeah, and especially okay. this is important for videos because you know video marketing is now very huge, like a huge trend, and uh, um, to get your video uh, to like Google search to to get your video represented for like in Google search when uh, you insert videos into articles, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. You also have to optimize an article with schema markup for videos. 
So that so it it's a be- little different thing. Yeah, but it's somehow related as well. So you just have to use schema markup. And if you want to know more about it, you can just go to website schema.org and uh, it has everything you need to know about it. So we're not going to into like length. We'll link it below. We'll link it below, guys. We'll link it below. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And another thing I've seen that, well, is it what we were talking about uh, when you like... Also, you enter your search query in the Google like search field mm-hmm. and then right. you have all the video you have a video popping up and you have you can open a video and it opens it on a specific timestamp where you actually actually get an answer to your question straight away in that video. How to do that? It looks crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you know, uh, we've been uh, using timestamps, right, in our videos at Template Monster, and that's for a reason, because uh, I guess since November last year, or maybe like October, last October, uh, it has become the ranking factor. Uh, like and uh, it's um, having timestamps in the description. Yeah, and if you wow. insert the timestamps, uh, you actually get uh, more chances of your video being found, and that's exactly what happens whenever you're you're putting like thirty seconds of whatever and writing something next to it. Google knows about it, and so your video gets to Google. And whenever somebody uh, is looking for this specific thing or maybe something related, your video pops up because you have the timestamp in the description. Wow, but we'll talk about that later. It's a completely different topic, but it's super interesting. And I have to know more about that. Because, yeah, I've been tasked with making videos on YouTube, so I have to know more about how to actually do that. Uh, yeah, and- but, you know, the uh, thing is that um, uh, SEO is uh, all about trial and error, and you can't really be sure, like 100% sure about uh, the techniques and algorithm updates that Google rolls out, right? Yeah. But uh, as SEO specialists, they gather all of this information from uh, what Google uh, managers say, and uh, sometimes they give like a Q&A or an interview, and uh, if uh, you can read, like, in between the lines, yeah. then you absolutely know uh, what to look for. So that's yeah. also important to say, yeah. So you have to stay on top of this, all the info and have all the info all the time. So you have to follow yeah. it constantly. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, this, this entire thing, schema markup, image and video optimization for a website, right? Let's move away from the yeah. okay. uh, Can we do that with a plugin on WordPress? Well, actually, uh, whenever you're using uh, image optimization, for example, yeah. uh, you need to uh, make images uh, as small as possible without losing their quality, like too much, right? So that they could be still viewable, but not too large, like maybe, I don't know, 100 megabytes or something, because these are too heavy. And obviously, this uh, slows down your website and the page load speed drops, right? So you have to optimize the uh, and. Uh, the images and you also have to write the uh, alt uh, alt tags or alternative tag text okay. like a description for your image so google can yeah. can read it okay. yeah exactly and maybe people who can't load this picture for some reason they at least know what it's about <laughs> like if there is like uh, this little screen with with unloaded picture and there are plugins for that i know that yeah. you have tons of plugins for image optimization and it's actually well, what about the vid- what about videos? All about videos. Um, 
Actually, I haven't really experienced uh, like these things with WordPress websites, so I can't really be talking about this. But I know that uh, there is uh, embed codes and with yeah. their help, you can actually like make a video smaller. And maybe if you're embedding the video uh, from a side resource, then probably it's loading a bit faster than uh, if it's uh, somewhere on. If it's self-hosted, of, yeah. yeah. Of yeah. course, if it, if it pulls out uh, the video from uh, YouTube, for example, it will load faster than if it's like in your media library or somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, so well, basically, yes, we can. Can we use uh, plugins to add a schema markup? It's is it the same thing as um, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's a okay, special right. uh, separate uh, schema plugin. It's free. And um, you can uh, download it from WordPress.org. And uh, okay, since it. we started talking about plugins, um, well, let's actually discuss um, now. Let's discuss what plugins we should have as a website. Like, I sh let's say I'm a website owner, and let's talk about what plugins I have to install. I keep hearing echo. It's weird. Hey. Uh, what plugins should we as a website owners install on our site to keep up our SEO game, to level up our SEO game, to uh, actually improve our ranking and stuff? What plugins should you install? And are there many plugins or maybe you need only one? Maybe you need many? Well, um, uh -huh. like it, of course, depends on your goals. But if you're talking about what we're talking about, the core plugins, then probably it's Yoast SEO because hey. it's one of the most popular ones and it has like free and premium versions as far as I know. And uh, mm -hmm. I've uh, used it a couple of times whenever I was posting to Template Monster blog. And uh, it's quite useful because uh, it, for instance, um, tells you how many times you used your target keyword in uh, your meta description or maybe some headings uh, or subheadings uh, and within the text. And so this helps to avoid keyword stuffing, which is also bad for SEO because, you know, like it shouldn't be more than 5% within the text, like your target keyword, uh, and actually keywords should not be more than 5% of your text. That that was like the rule a few years ago, but now I guess it's even uh, less because there's this new algorithm uh, called BERT. Uh, you probably heard about it, uh, oh. but it it's not really oriented um, at keywords, but it's oriented at looking for the general meaning and the general context of what what's written there. But anyway, keywords are still important. And so Yoast uh, is uh, quite handy to use. And whenever you're optimizing for several keywords, uh, that can be very useful. So that's the first plugin. Uh, then you need a plugin for sitemap, uh, like oh, yeah. sitemap generation, because mm -hmm. if you have a multi-page website, then <clears throat> That's an absolute must because, for instance, you can have like some pages deleted and some pages uh, appearing. And so you need to update your sitemap for Google bots to be able to crawl your website faster. Uh, that's like another mm -hmm. uh, one. Um, what else? Well, that's not exactly a SEO plugin, but you can use analytics plugin. Oh, like there is a plugin actually. You you just you have to connect your uh, account to this plugin and yeah, it will connect to your site and will help help you 
you know, see the statistics and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, like the conversion rates or maybe like how some articles on your website or some types of content on on your website are performing, Mm -hmm. like uh, good and bad, uh, what, like, this can help you analyze and build your marketing strategy because some types of content may not work for you, for instance, and you don't know that and you continue like working on that and investing your time and money into that. And that's necessary. So that's like the third type of plugin. Of course, another type of plugins is for image optimization, Mm -hmm. like for fast and, uh, like the fifth type is the schema markup because uh, it's it's getting bigger and uh, you should um, like investigate how you can apply it to your website. Okay, so okay, so Yoast, uh, Yoast SEO, SEO uh, sitemap plugins, analytics plugins, uh, image optimization and media optimization in general, and uh, schema markup. I guess that's like top five. Okay, but uh, if you just type in on WordPress.org, if you type SEO plugin or something like that, you will get a ton of these plugins like saying the same thing. How to how do you choose? Or you just pick one plugin and stick to it, or should you try multiple plugins and see what works for you best? Well, I guess you could try because nobody really like prohibits you from trying. But... Yeah, but you know, there is if there is a shortcut, if there is somebody to tell me which is the ultimate best one. So, is there such a plugin, or there are like multiple that we can? You well, know, try you out actually, an estimate for ourselves. You can actually look uh, at the number of user reviews because, you know, of course we know that sometimes user, user reviews can lie, right? But, you know, people left around 28,000 reviews on Yoast SEO, so you can't really get oh, mistaken. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, that's f- fair enough. All right. Uh, about plugins, I think no more questions. And uh, soon we'll be rolling out a video on like top something best uh, WordPress plugin you must have on your site in 2020. And Yoast SEO is the one to be in there in this list. And uh, almost like almost 30 more plugins. Is it 30? We're just preparing yeah, the, the video. 30, I guess. About and 30. Free, yeah, so, free. yeah, and those are most of them i thought all of them but okay well yeah but some of them have like uh, freemium like this freemium thing okay (laughs) all right so we talked about plugins and all of them will be linked uh, in the description and the last thing that we wanted to discuss for today's episode maybe we'll continue next time if there's still something left for us to talk about but i think we have five more minutes to talk about what you said in the very beginning like we started the conversation with well before you know the trendy things in 2020 you first have to start with basic seo terms and seo basics right but let's get back to the trendy things like Mm -hmm. what is trending in 2020 and how fast is it changing and judging by everything that you have said and everything that you've talked about quite a lot um in this video for for me it seems like a lot and based on what you've talked about it seems like these algorithms are constantly changing and they're constantly getting smarter yeah and because they're using of course they're using ai they're using um all these things um 
you know, machine learning, you know, all of that. Of course, they're using yeah. that. And this is why they're learning super fast and they're getting smarter. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that what we will have in 2020 in terms of SEO trends and SEO tendencies and technology that they use is quite different from what we had in uh, 2018, 2019, right? Uh, so what right. is this? What is hot for uh, 2020 in terms of SEO? Well, it's a uh, bird. I guess that's 100% uh, sure about BERT because BERT is um, an algorithm that orients, orients, oh, orients, focuses. <laughs> it focuses on uh, uh, natural language processing. So uh, BERT uh, is uh, tweaked to find the context in your website. So, uh, for instance, if you're looking for like a specific uh, thing or a query, right? You're entering your query, and uh, Bert analyzes the websites, and it will uh, uh, like give you back, like return uh, a number of links which have uh, the answers to your questions, like specifically, because Bert. Um, also analyzes uh, like the way you put your search query in, like how uh, you change the order of the words in your search query. So for instance, if you're um, making like a search query, I don't know. Um, no, I get it. Well, yeah, like maybe a restaurant near me, this yeah. is going to be a one set of results. But whenever you're typing something else with the restaurant, this is going to be another type of results. And uh, these are going to be closely tied to what you're looking. So, so at the same time... Oh, yeah. sorry. More, more precision, yeah. Well, at the same time, it seems like it is scanning all the relevant keywords, the related keywords that are also might be relevant for your query and trying yeah. to analyze that and find everything that's, you know, that's around these keywords, which there's, seems uh, crazy. Uh, yeah, there's like a thing called LSI uh, or latent semantic indexing. And uh, yeah. uh, this is like a set of words uh, that are related to the topic, but are not... Uh, like strictly uh, sounding like your keywords. So for instance, if you're looking for WordPress themes, uh, the algorithm will also analyze maybe some business or uh, I don't know, maybe WordPress plugins or something like that. So if it finds the words plugins, business, uh, I don't know, optimization next to WordPress, then it thinks that it's more relevant to like more relevant resu results to your query. That's like the thing. Yeah. Oh, that's a very like, rough explanation. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I will link for everybody who is deeply interested and intrigued about what we've talked about today. There will be a ton of links in the description so you can read more about that. And as you mentioned, we have a guide on ACO basics at... I just wanted to, like, to say a few uh, words about the human search evaluators, which I mentioned at the beginning, because remember I spoke about the value of the content, right? Yeah. And how it actually uh, gets bigger and more important. And in 2020, it's going to be a lot more important because uh, the algorithms are using uh, like three, uh, the, uh, three of these evaluators, uh, which are the beneficial purpose. So each, each piece of content has to have purpose. Mm -hmm. Because 
if the content is uh, purposeless, it gets deleted or banned or just thrown What kind down. of content can get banned? There's a ton of useless stuff on the internet. Come on, what are you talking about? Yeah, but uh, I guess that if it's related to some important topics like medicine or maybe health websites or something that is strictly related to um, important things for people like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, food, safety, health, then for sure these websites are closely looked at and analyzed and uh, if they're fake or if they contain some fake news or fake information that can harm you or potentially uh, be harmful to you then uh, these websites are getting banned wow that's what happened uh, like last year whenever uh, this uh, like update or maybe this evaluator was rolled out uh, eat eat Remember I mentioned it? Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, it's uh, like an abbreviation that stands for expertise, uh, authority, and trustworthiness. So like a bunch of health websites, they got uh, under Google ban because they were not like uh, authoritative enough or not trustworthy enough. And this update, wow. it touched upon all of this. And also there is another category uh, which is called uh, your money or your life. Uh, these are the websites that can harm your uh, wealth or well-being and uh, your life in general. So mm-hmm. these are also getting banned and getting like closely looked at. So these are uh, the tendencies that will be very important and relevant for 2020. Wow. So the fact that this can now be analyzed and evaluated by machines, this yeah. sounds completely insane. Like really wow but but on the bright side on the bright side we're uh we're having less fake news yeah (laughs) so you shouldn't post fake news it's a bad idea no 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 no. (laughs) all right so um should i be like okay uh, let's say i run a travel website or i run a or post tutorials on how to do like graphic design or whatever should Mm -hmm. i be worried about uh this algorithm about this thing that i will get banned or something should i be worried about that well if your information is relevant if it's uh, like true to what's what's actually happening in web design right if you're not getting like any bad reviews or maybe some uh um i don't know there's um there is a form uh, that can actually get you banned by other people. You can submit a website to Google uh, saying that it's potentially harmful or, for instance, it has adult content. And uh, like in mere hours or maybe even minutes, the website gets uh, taken down. Wow. So if your website is not a website like this, then you have nothing to worry about. Okay. Well, that's interesting. It's getting even more and more interesting as you go deeper into the topic. Like for real, we have to we have to make a second episode. And if you guys are interested to learn more and talk more about that, maybe we could do this on a live stream. Like together with Irene, we could, uh, you know, Irene will be talking. I'll be monitoring the chat and looking through your questions. So if you guys are interested, we might do that on a live stream and uh, answer your questions, SEO related questions. If you have some. Maybe you want to learn more about some specific thing that we touched upon but didn't go deeper into the topic today in this video. And we have to actually be wrapping this thing up. It's been 40 minutes. And I know we love to talk, and especially if we know what we're talking about. Uh, 
which is uh the topic is interesting yeah yes especially when the topic is that interesting and it has so many layers you know we could start you know on very basic and rough explanations of things and you can go so deep into it and get to such tiny details it's insane so to summarize um you guys if you stayed up till this point go to the description and check out all the things that we'll put in there also the timestamps if you want to rewatch uh some of the parts of the video uh also the links to the plugins will also be in there so we can install them oh i gotta be talking there if the camera is still working um all right yes and this was pretty much it for this video thank you irene thank you for um you know for actually that you agreed to come here and talk about such an interesting thing. I know we love talking about SEO and it's something you're deeply passionate about. I know that. So this is why when I thought of an idea to make a video about SEO for websites, especially for uh, WordPress, um, I knew who to ask to come here to join me on the video because I'm not knowledgeable enough about uh, SEO and stuff to talk about that uh, as an expert, but you definitely are. Uh, And... uh, well, guys, if you have questions, if you have more questions, um, probably some new questions emerged after you watched the video. Uh, feel free to leave your comments. Uh, also, like and share this video if you find it interesting, if you found it valuable. And also let us know if we should stick to this kind of, this format of content uh, for some time and maybe make a couple more episodes on talking about different things Uh inviting some more experts besides Irene we have more experts to invite and you know actually a couple more videos um coming about WordPress specific topics so if you're interested stay tuned and check out your notifications in our channel for new updates so is there something else I forgot to say maybe you wanted to say something not really I just wanted to tell you thanks for having me yeah and it was a pleasure to talk to you it was it was and it was and i learned a ton and i hope you guys did too all right we'll be wrapping this thing up and again thank you so much for watching see you in another video bye